Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Let's see what Kevin, Carl, and Dimitri have for us this week. Welcome back to the Big Black Clock. We're at episode 81. Uh, yes. I think yes. you're right. Yeah, I am shit. right. That's twi- three times in a row I'm right. I'm ahead of it. I don't have another post prod to do before the this this one comes out. Yeah, there's another one. It's, but this seven, one it's episode 80. Last one was 80, right? No, we're 79, whatever. Oh. And, uh, Damn. Yeah. I'm on the ball. Balls. <laughs> on the medicine ball. <laughs> I'm on the medicine balls. Yeah. yeah you did your mat right. Yeah, because you have it's back like problems. That's blood, why right? the medicine ball. To be on the balls? No, I said you did your mat right. It's in your blood, right? Mat. Yes. <laughs> My mat right. My mat. Your yoga mat. Did you do it I'm right? everything, you know. I, I can fall under everything. <laughs> mat. So, <laughs> so, this week's episode, we're going to be talking about some specific watches or specific features on watches of which we would change and why that we think would be improvements in the thought process or maybe misses anyway it's going to be a rant you're going to hear why we're angry and you're going to like it and you're going to hear a lot <laughs> of that down. and you're going to like it or or like a normal person thanks would, for listening they could just <laughs> tune into a different podcast <laughs> but we're super yeah. happy that you're here yeah, please, but you're going to hear what we have listen, to say yeah. uh, you're going to sit down shut up and listen to what we have to say <laughs> people don't tune up to no other more podcasts questions. they have like Stockholm Syndrome with us <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and after last episode oh <laughs> It's okay. Oh it all beat out most of it, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really wasn't. It wasn't really. You do, you do like this guy on the Instagram, PD USA, <laughs> where it's like the beep is completely uh, like mistimed. It's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, exactly. else. Yeah. yeah. I love Fuck that guy. Beep. I love that guy. It's so funny. Oh, he's amazing. But before we get started and what we would change in Carl, <laughs> in Carl, it's all what, about me. <laughs> what are you wearing yeah. this week, Carl? I think the best watch to talk about the details and watch that you want to change. My Air King. There you go. And Rolex did it. Yeah, at the last uh, Geneva days, right? Oh, interesting. So the Air King, a lot of people before said that you know the five was kind of alone, should have been a zero five, uh, should have been more into the sport line, right? Not the Melgas case, and they did both, right? They even changed the bracelet with yep. it, and they removed the uh, three six nine being in white gold on my version, being the one 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 six nine hundred. To now being full loom, so they changed small. Sports, sports yeah, watch, well, yeah. They, they, they changed small details that went a long way. I think that's the whole idea of today's uh, podcast as well, right? Small deta- details that could like change a, a watch a lot. Uh, at least that's the way I approached it. <laughs> you did good. I, I think I think my Rolex was the best example for it as well. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm wearing my uh, Air King, the uh, now discontinued um, Air King. It's really similar to the new one, so. It's not as cool, and it's losing value daily now. Uh, yeah. The whole Rolex lineup Rolex is, is uh, uh, yeah. Rolex is, people are saying that the bubble is gonna pop, but for Rolex, but it's not gonna, but like, I don't think it'll pop. It's not gonna pop exactly, but it's I think just it'll just slow down and deflate. Like, you know, yeah, but is it's it still gonna like have a it's going down? It's gonna put be more people being able to buy them, and it's just gonna dip and go back up at some point. <laughs> Many people are realizing that the bubble itself is ridiculous. Like, like you but go like, to uh, aftermarket, every Rolex is available like this, like. Any second you can get yourself. Why are there so many aftermarket Rolexes for such you a know, high price? We, we, it's we, inflated artificially. We could talk mm-hmm. about it maybe in another episode. But yeah. you know, Carl was saying we were having a discussion the other day, and you were yeah. like, "They have some stuff laying oh, around. Well, look my, at the gray market." I think we should do a Rolex discussion episode. That was always fun yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But my idea was, I think my guess is they have at least one of each model in stock always. And you know what we'll do in that episode? We'll do an alternative. We'll take the the four or five major models and we'll decide on an alternative to those yeah. models that are that even you can buy better. now. Just buy now. 
whatever right. the price yeah. by now. <laughs> we heard a lot with the like if you Google like oh uh, uh, Royal Oak alternative, you'll find it, yeah. and it's not cheaper alternative. You'll find like expensive alternatives, but, but that you, you can, can buy. you can yeah. get. Yeah. So my 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 guess is all big Rolex authorized dealer have every model in stock, and. Those models are only for celebrities, people, influencers, influencers, people. When they walk in, they need to buy it right now. No, but that, but that's fine. And and Go ahead. the only thing that they sell to you and me is when Scraps. they have. Well, exactly right. They have, for example, all the explorers in stock. So now they receive a new one. So now I have one too many. This one now is when I get sold to the next guy on the list. Right? What you're saying is it's good to go to a Rolex store in like a small town where there's no celebrities or influencers. Well, I, I was right? listening to a, pod, a car podcast with uh, Bert Kreischer, the uh, stand-up yeah, comedian, yeah. and he was in Vegas, right? Just when he's shirtless, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, uh, um, and he was in Vegas, and it was when he was starting to get really famous. And it was like his first full week booked in Vegas, something along those lines. He walk into a Rolex store like because his manager's like. He, you book your first week, go buy a Rolex, right? Walking it, they add nothing. And they go, man, too bad. It's like, I, I'm fully sold out for this week. And he's on a watch guy, so he doesn't give a shit, really. Right? And they go, oh, oh, oh you're, you're sold out, sir? Wait, sold wait, out? Wait, you have a show? You who are they, you? They pull a drawer of Submariners, all versions. Pick, wow. Pick, 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 pick whatever you want them, right? But I mean, it can, makes can we take sense. a picture, Honestly, can we take a picture with you after? Can you talk about our shop? That, right. Boom. So, so that made me think that maybe they always have all the to be honest, all the watches. That makes sense, though. Right. And I they, wonder if this and is then, and then the, the solicited they, that kind of marketing strategy. But wait, the, or it's the dealers that. But are But it's doing not it marketing themselves. strategy. It's like the this is how you treat this tier of people, and then when you get that extra one, give it to the next one on the list. It's prioritization, but, but right? Why would, but why would they treat that tier of people differently if the Rolexes are still selling like crazy? But, by the they way, to so make sure that they can get it. Yeah. But why would they Why would they care if they get it? That's my point, right? Because if, if, if... I think the shops care that they get it, not so much Rolex. Because unless it's marketing... I think it's it's a shop thing. Kind of, right? But also, I was looking at the last number from Rolex. Now they're apparently pulling 2 million units a year. That what? Double, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe that also helps, man. Hopefully somebody's going to call me... <laughs> But that those are not. Those we got a call for a two tone this week. Yeah, yeah, but two tone is not the one that I want. Like, I'm sorry. Just reduce yeah, but, it. Reduce yeah. it by one tone, and you're there. You're <laughs> almost there. Just subtract one tone. It's have too many tones. It's it's like you know if somebody calls me today, hey, your uh, historic American is available for pickup. Great. I don't have thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> but um, I uh, just made the Rolex Explorer. Yeah, all gold. but you see, for, for me, the the, the two tone. Uh, I don't know, man. It's too much. Like for yeah, that, you have the day just or day date. I would buy a day yeah. date all gold. That's awesome. On a presidential. Yeah, but, but you see, for me, yeah, that two tone is like the extra. They have all the sizing, all the normal one, all the two tones, one in stock, and that's for a Canadian walking in buying a watch or that millionaire who's bought a lot of the watches to them, right? But you, you ask them. You have a good relationship with their salesman over there. Now they had a over like they have two two tones I was like okay I'm gonna call Dima yeah no right? that's true yeah. that's true so that, music, you interested? That, that's yeah. what I think is going on with the 80s they have all the watches all the time so what you're <laughs> saying is it's good to be it's better to be rich and famous than poor <laughs> and good. unknown you know what <laughs> always good to have money <laughs> it's, 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 you heard it here first it's good to be healthy and rich than poor and you know, sick you know yeah. like 21st <laughs> the 20, 21st century whatever now right? 21st 21st century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's That's today, right? Uh, well, it's been it's been a few years. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it's people say like billionaire play, playground. So you just need to be a billionaire. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, then you can play. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And just build your own playground. Don't buy it. Timo, what are you wearing? I'm wearing my uh, Omega Speedmaster, the previous version on the different bracelet, not the most recent one, the third, uh, the 1861 movement. Uh, also, 
a good uh, watch to wear during this episode because it has a few things that I think the Omega is missing that if they worked out would make it perfect. <laughs> More penises at 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. First of all, first of all there's no such thing as too many. I said more. There's so much your, more. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Penises is the question. The answer is yes. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I'll mention it later, but uh, you know, it's not a, it's an awesome watch, but not perfect. It has its downsides for sure. And uh, I think Omega, if they fix that, that'd be great. Yeah, now you can buy a Speedmaster for $12,000. Uh, yeah, but uh, you, you get a lot more, right? Uh, so it's a, it's a very cool speed yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, today I think all the details that we want to talk about, they should not change the price of the watch in any way. Oh, absolutely not. Right? Oh, they won't. It, no, it, like, exactly. It should, like, if you remove something or add something, the watch should be the same price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my details, actually, it's funny, but my details are mostly about removing things. It's not like add this. It's like Me get too. rid of that. <laughs> I will see. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> um this I, no more. <laughs> I have a new watch arrival. I'm wearing a uh, a new Hamilton, the Khaki Field what? automatic chronograph, the H seven one seven zero six eight three zero. Bingo! I just try to show excitement. Um, like we did, and I love TV. this watch. This watch is um, a forty four millimeter um, automatic chronograph. It is the caliber H twenty one. Sixty hours of power reserve, hundred meter water resistance, in a bead blasted. Uh, stainless steel case what makes this watch incredible um or all the changes that they added to it um relative to the other hamilton khaki field that it, mechanical one at 38 is the size and the type of a watch but actually it's not the problem with the no, Ham <laughs> no but the, ha the the problem with the hamilton 38 the khaki field i always loved the military aspect to it but i always thought it was a little bit dull the case was too long lug to lug at almost four, at 50. The case was too long lug to lug. The painted dial felt a little cheap. Um, this watch has a thicker case to it. I, I, if I can only use one word for it, there's heft. Yeah, there's heft. But it's, it should <laughs> it's, have it's heft. It's girthy. <laughs> it should have heft. The dial, um, the indices are not painted. They're actually applied indices. The indices on top of the actual numbers are applied blocks of loom mm. that 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 uh, that build. It is perfectly elegant. It gave it more than that. What was missing from that Hamilton mechanical thirty-eight? The thirty-eight seemed a little bit too dull. Yeah, it's it was not, not branded. Yeah. There wasn't enough it's going really on. It's really nice. It's really awesome. I it's really a like this really watch. wonderful pilot's watch. That's the original field watch. Uh, Honestly, no, I put another strap uh, on. Yeah. It comes on a boon strap that is. Bund. A boon strap that is quite substantial. I, I I would say if I would say one thing, but not in one word, in multiple words. Uh, the dial. If it's one of those yeah. watches that uh, when you see it in pictures, you're like, eh. But when you see it live, it, it, I'm I'm just like, wow, this is really yeah. really awesome. It was everything that I wanted the Hamilton khaki field to do, which was to give it a so little bit more personality. Not being it. You know, but it was just to give it a little bit more personality. I always loved the military dial, but I was like, it was a little bit too boring and stale. And yeah. Um, yeah. it's big though, eh? It's well, supposed see, to be. I've tried it's an the Flieger route and uh, it's a <laughs> I've tried the Flieger route and I realized that I need more stuff going on. Like yeah. a nicer dial, like maybe a small seconds, a power reserve or something, right? So this is a, a, tw a 12 hour chronograph mm -hmm. along with the small seconds that's super well done. The very, small very seconds cool. on the left. Very, uh, nine, yeah. very, very, very subtle. Uh, the red t tip on the chronograph is great and it, it's, um, it's just really, really great. So those, that, like everything I wanted Hamilton to change 
um, they did. And I, w- I had on my shortlist when I was looking at my Panerai that IWC pilot. And what I didn't like about it, or what I loved about this Hamilton more is that is how the brush case came into play. And I think it really tones right. it down. And even though it is a big watch at 44, I think it's a it's great for this for this size. So I have another watch incoming, and I can't wait to show you guys. The Ming. No. Oh, yeah, I you should have else. that one. I bought something else. Did you get your Ming? Nope. I'm waiting. Still waiting. To May? Wasn't it supposed to be March? End of April, beginning of May. That's what they said. So it's April Shipping 28th. out, right? They said we will reach out to you at the end of April, beginning of May for that the, the last payment, and then we ship Imagine it out it's all two days cam. later. There's no Ming. Yeah, there's no Ming. <laughs> it's just Photoshop. Here's the picture of your Ming. Five years of that, and yeah. It's, it's NFT. an NFT, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And so let's get started on some of the watches and the things that we would change about them. Um, let's start with a soundbite. The uh, Matt Eggmaster cancel it. Cancel it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> can I can I ask? Are you going to share the ch- the change on your Bell and Ross? The change. Well, the the thing that you would change is that well, like that hour, the second hand. Yeah, uh, no, is that on your list? No. Okay, but no. that was one of the things you're like. Ugh. Yeah, but I, I already talked about it, and I, I just felt yeah. it's missing. Yeah, exactly. And I showed it to you last time I saw you, right? Yeah. You, they, with the paint on it, you go ah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> that they painted it an entirely different color. <laughs> God, I love this watch. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's very nice. Talking very about nice. Babylon Russ, not his Hamilton. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was talking about Miss Speedmaster. So <laughs> let's get started. I have seven, and they're like really one-liners, yeah, and explain real quickly. We have three, and you have six. But I, I did okay, it six. So I'll go first. <laughs> Dima will go first. Sure. I go second. Dima, then you go one, kind of thing. Sure. Uh, two to one, sort of thing. You're roasting. Okay. Oh. So my first yeah. watch I have is the Casio G Shock 5600. The watch is an iconic. Be- look at the way you looked at me. Like, no, good lord. Yeah, just be careful. Be careful. <laughs> be careful what you say next, Kevin. The one thing I would change about the Casio 5600 is an knife. iconic watch <laughs> that is so known for having been indestructible, something that's supposed to be remarkably functional. And the one thing that I wish that they would change would be to have put a sapphire crystal on that watch. That would make it the absolute perfect watch. And you hear a lot of people swapping out the crystal to put in a sapphire crystal to their G-Shock and if they made it instead of putting in Bluetooth it would make <laughs> Green tooth. it would make their 5600s absolutely brilliant like I think it would be like oh, so over the top and perfect as, mm. a, as, a, as a watch that's the one thing I would change it's a very little functional change but definitely something that I would think could improve the watch drastically especially being the most the, like the indestructible watch to have which by the way I got the 5600 in uh, all black by the way so the on steel. top of what you the don't steel. tell us yeah. you got. Right. Yeah, no, but that you one. always have like five watches incoming. Do you want to know what happened with that one? No. Okay. Next. I, I want to know. You want to know? <laughs> Thanks, Carl. <laughs> I'll let you know. I was lit- I just bought the Hamilton on Saturday night or something like that. And then Sunday up there, literally just finished working out. So I'm like getting changed. And on my phone in my hand, I get an email from Casio. Uh, wait, it was uh, Easter? What was Easter yeah. weekend? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, Easter sale. Uh, I had the 15% sign up. Because if you put in your email, it goes on sale, thirty uh, percent off. So I got thirty percent off. That I ended up paying less than for uh, four eighty Canadian tax in shipped for the all steel black Casio G uh, Shock. So I was like, I have to do it. But I had the I have another Casio G Shock, the one with the <laughs> that's a that's a go to of saying any watch purchase I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I have another Casio G Shock. Uh, was a the G GST four hundred B B four hundred the thin steel uh, line that I'm selling so it'll offset that cost but 
man, I love it. I really think this black watch, like it's it's really great. But yeah, that if they just put sapphire on that watch, it'd be perfect. Uh, for me, what I get, get out of it, I had to do it. <laughs> I, I actually I actually agree with you because when you first started talking about it, I'm like, are you going to tell them to change the detail of like, yeah. the design? I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> it wasn't design. I guess it was functional. No, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. I, I agree. So who's but, next? I'm next or you next? Yeah, you're next. But it's plastic right now, right? It's, uh, yeah. It's like a mineral. I don't think it's even like plexiglass. I think it's just I'm, I'm like guessing really, it's just really tougher to impact, right? But the thing <laughs> is, the, the only thing I have to say about them is that the way it's designed, the, the glass is kind of uh, a little bit recessed, so it's harder to scratch it because if you put it flat on the floor, it's it has not a bumper it. almost. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm guessing the reason to do that is for direct impact, also right? Because any crystal direct impact doesn't do much. It's, yeah. good, it's good for yeah. scratches, not oh, impact, right? I'm right. guessing that's the reason they do it. Maybe, maybe. Makes right. sense. Also, the price. It's suppo- supposed to survive a, like a truck rolling over. But it did, right? It, it, it yeah. did. The truck rolled over it. Yeah, yeah. I, I went it to check with you what we were, what we were um, talking about. Or no, it was Dimitri who said it. When it's like the ball watch can survive up to 5,000 Gs. Yeah. And I did yeah. the research of it. So it's like, one, there's two factors to it. There's the sustained versus impact. impact. Yeah. So the thing is that impacts are much higher Gs than like a car hitting the wall. So like when the watch gets flung and hits the floor, it's going at an incredibly high number of Gs, more than like what, yeah. we, what we think is, oh, it's a 2G when we're, you know, like in those simulators. So that's why it was a little bit of what we were thinking about mm. in terms of right. like, what does it mean 50 Gs in right, a wall right, when right. you're driving versus a watch that gets swung? It goes, the, the G-force of actually throwing your watch against the wall is actually in crazy high. Right. So that's for why the, the ball, yeah. that's why ball that did sense. it. That makes sense. To ball. survive that in a, you know, ice age. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. The, well, the oncoming that's ice age. <laughs> I need a ball in my life. Yeah. You need I, balls I, in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't, dude? Retirement plan, baby. You guys got Vegas. <laughs> Dino, um, what's your uh, all right? First so piece? my uh, my first pick, it's a bit different. So I'm kind of gonna go about a specific feature that I would change, and then list a few watches. The first feature that I'm gonna talk about is a date window in general. Uh, I'm I, with I, you on this one. Uh, I do no like, dates. I don't believe I, in dates. In general, in general, uh, and it's my because a lot of people do have to have a wait date window. Some I, I know people that sold watches because it didn't have a date on them, right? So it's it's kind of a it's weird. It's an interesting it. unusual the subject. Tu- the Tudor Black Bay is often criticized because they don't have dates. It goes, I, I need a date. You but know, but, but weird sure. people. So for me, let's say like I kind of feel about the date windows as if it's an, an essential part of the design of the dial, keep it. Otherwise, no. And it depends on the type of a watch as well, right? I hate seeing date windows. When it's look when it looks like a stamped afterthought, right? Somewhere in the corner where they have to sacrifice the overall design of the dial and not the notches, yeah. just to fit like a date window that doesn't even. Maybe they the could size. put it in the back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's some watches that put the power reserve in the back. Yeah, but how often you look? You're like, how much power reserve do I have? It's like, oh, what, what's the date? And you look at your watch because you're signing something. You're not gonna start taking off your fucking watch Why not? to look at the date. Like you only well look, no but at that point you morning, just pull out your phone you only, only yeah look in the morning sure right? sure I mean so uh, no you're right why like, not but to me it sounds like it's one of the why. <laughs> let's start a watch company and do that <laughs> wow we sold nothing <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought crap <laughs> I told you Carl <laughs> I'm still not convinced it, it sounds to me like it's one of the easiest let's say complications to add to the watch. Yeah, uh, and perhaps maybe companies do it to maybe uh, bump the price a little bit. Uh, I guess I guess some people enjoy having a date window, but most of the times you see, uh, let's say, uh, mechanisms coming out where the date window kind of looks a little bit like an afterthought. Maybe they do it on purpose because 
those mechanisms are desi- designed to be put on different yeah. watches. So they design the watch around the mechanism, right? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them don't take too much, I think, time. Like, for example, a good, a good example of a watch that has a well-designed uh, date window is a sub, right, with the, with a cyclops. Because it's like it's an essential part of the dial, of the design that has a cyclops, and it's really prominent. It's well executed, right? yeah. But like, yeah, but Helagos. But they do sell it without date, and it's better. I prefer it. Well, sure, sure, sure. It's not better. Sure. That's subjective. No, it's, right? it's subjective. Better. Yeah, sure. better. I I agree with you on this one. I also kind of I actually like both. To be honest, I like both yeah. the, the date. I'm because not for decided. me. If they for call me and say you got to sub with the date you want, I'm like hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like already ringing on the door. You don't have to be naked. I don't have time to put my pants yeah, on. Sorry, but, but uh, you could have got a dress before coming over. <laughs> so for example, most divers don't need a date. I think because of the type of a watch right? when you're diving you need water resistance not the date you don't need to That's know what point. like you're not going to be diving for so long you need to know what date it is right <laughs> oh no it's been a full the other case <laughs> that it is a complication and eh, it raises the value of my watch I have more complications I have a date well, date Right. Yeah. No one needs to know it's Wednesday. But I think it raises. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wait, are we Tuesday? It or doesn't Wednesday? necessarily raise the value of the watch. It raises the price you paid for it. That's right. Yeah. And it's easy to add, but it probably boosts the price yeah. that yeah, they yeah, can yeah. charge you for it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, micro brands when they buy uh, an existing mechanism, right, they a lot a lot do a ghost date, right. So when they hide it behind the dial, I'm not a fan of that because I don't like the extra click. Yeah, I was about brand. to ask you what's worse. Uh, That's lazy. Uh, uh, an afterthought. Punch out date window or ghost date? No, get the right movement. Get the right movement. movement. There are so many movements out there. Which one is worse? So the ghost one? Oh, I think the ghost is worse. The ghost is worse. Yeah. 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 At least you tried in the other one. Because it makes me think of a Frankenstein watch. Yes, but you have like the perfect design and there's a punch old through it versus when you just put the time, you have a ghost. I I prefer the ghost You got to try. No, it ruins your design. I feel like the ghost uh, click. It doesn't ruin the design. To me, it ruins the design. I feel like it's a MacGyver watch. It's like a Frankenstein watch. The movement can sell me on the watch. Yeah, I understand why, but yeah. like I, I just not for a person who's just looking at well, it. Well, because it, it has happened. I'll read and I'm and I see the movement. I'm like, well, that has a movement. Why is there no movement on it? And then I read Ghost. I'm like, eh. but I knew it, knowing what it is. But I think that's more for watch geeks. Maybe I vu, uh, you know, at glance because I think I, right. I look more often my watch than I said the time. So for me, I preferred having that Ghost click less often that every time I look at my watch, there's a date window that I don't like. But but my, my point but is my point is that. Every time uh, I there are the so watch, many different pissed. movements out there that the company yeah. who is building the watch can find a movement that doesn't have the, the date. Yes, no, right. 100%. To put in the watch, right? We've so, heard that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so some companies do that. So arguing, but at the end of the day, it's no date's the best. <laughs> but just to wrap it up. Um, well, it so, depends. I'll give you another one. What about the what about the Oris? The Oris big po- uh, big crown pointer date, a pointer date. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice... Yeah, yeah, no, but that's an esen- date, essential part of the... Yeah, the you were the, saying date windows. Date windows. Well, yeah. uh, but if it's an essential part of the uh, dial, then yeah, for sure. hundred pointer date is amazing. Yeah, they does, it's, a good, yeah. Uh, it's a good way yeah. to give you the date, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but kind of what I said, like to, to kind of wrap it up, right? Uh, just to name a few famous watches that kind of can do away without a date, I think. A Pelagos one. Right, I I could yeah. I, I honestly I feel it You're looks right. a bit of an afterthought. Man, the, the most famous one to me is the El Primero. There's a super tiny little stamped date window on at the four o'clock, and I look at it. I'm like, there is no version of it without a date, and it looks like an afterthought. There's so much going on in the dial, and there's little freaking like white stamp of a date just yeah. there. You're right. And finally, maybe Seamaster 300M doesn't need to have it. Let me give you another it's one. It's a six o'clock stamped. Maybe it's, it's a bit nicer done, let's say, executed because mm-hmm. it looks like there's a nice um, squ- um, square like shape around yeah. it to kind of uh, frame I, it. Frame I'm, it, yeah, I'm next, right? 
But just the, the, but on yeah, that from about the date, the new Aqua Terra, yeah. that watch is ruined because of what they did to the date. Did you guys see the new Aqua Terra? Okay, the uh, Omega. It's ruined by, <laughs> because of what they did to the date. <laughs> look, look at it's the, ruined, I tell you. Yeah, ruined t- forever. Ruined, threw it out. It's garbage. But tell me which garbage did you show it in? Yeah. <laughs> The new, the new aqua, the new aquaterra. The day was. Look at this afterthought. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They cut it out. They didn't yes, even step the now. date. They didn't put a step date like they did with the other ones. It just cut out one at the six. You're right. And put it nice and deep. And the smaller and the smaller <laughs> version has a round yes. hole for the date, which is, to me doesn't make make sense at this all. This is nonsense as a date in a, in a watch. By the way, that they're retailing more than the Omega Seamaster 300M. <laughs> <laughs> talking about what? <laughs> talking about the Omega Seamaster 300 ham. So mad. That, that, that was for me. That was my first pick. Of, oh really? Uh, of watch needed to change some details in it. Let Boom. me guess. Is it the Helium Escape? Oh my god! Yeah. What is this? That was my number seven. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Helium Escape valve. Get rid of it. That's what I put. I was gonna add it. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> get rid of it. But for me, I just put. It's a disgrace. Okay, so I have six. <laughs> it's a disgrace. Right? Why is it outside of the watch like this? First of all, it doesn't have Wait. the water resistance to warrant it. Yeah, it's 300 meters. Not 500 like the Pelagos. It was inside the case. My Doxa had it inside. That was 1,200 meters. <laughs> it's a design choice to the make it look li- different from a Submariner. It's a design fail. Really? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't think it's a fail. It's just a design choice to make it different. That's I don't like it, it. I wish, you know, that, and that's the only thing that, that stops me from getting that watch. Really? Is it the only thing? And money. You know what? I, <laughs> <laughs> so much money. <laughs> I also put that that for me, this is the only reason I wouldn't buy Dude, one. So much blood. <laughs> so you're, so, you're so I'm pale. <laughs> oh Dude, my god. Are you anemic? <laughs> no more semen, no more blood. <laughs> no more saliva. Uh, what? Semen doesn't pay as much as blood. It's crazy. How about kidneys? You have kidneys. Try to mix it together and then they're like, no. How many thanks? kidneys do you have left? What? what? How many kidneys do you uh, have left? I know a guy who can buy it for <laughs> you. <laughs> what is a kidney? Anyway. Um, I just don't think it has any place on that watch. I understand it's maybe to be different, but like Kevin was saying, for the rating for any other watch brand is able to put it in case. And if I think of the Pelagos or even your Doxa, it's in case, but like the Pelagos, it was still showcase because it was says it says on it, Ilium Valve. Yeah, right. The Bra- Breitling, it, right? Breitling's Super Ocean is 500 meters. So right. if, even if it, even if it just to showcase like the, the tech, right? I, I just think it's not well done at all. Yeah, I know. What you it's mean. purely design gimmick. Yeah, it's a but, little bit too yeah, large. When, when it's you like gimmick, a crown it, cap on a pasha. Yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't serve much of a purpose. It's just yeah. But without that, without it, that watch will be. Pretty near perfect for really? me. Really? Yeah, I really I love those. The wave dialed, exposed case. It's back. interesting. I didn't the, know you guys the, didn't like the, it that uh, much because the, I, I, the, I don't mind it at all. I think yeah. it's just a design choice. Yeah. I don't think like of the James it. Bond edition, the last one with the mesh uh, bracelet. Oh. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful watch. I just don't like Fotina. I'm tired of it. But the price, the price is not beautiful, though. Yeah, yeah especially for a biscuit valve like this. Because <laughs> I look at it. That's a great That's a great watch. 12000 bucks. At 12000 Canadian dollars, you can get from the watch box, box and papers. A blanc pain, fifty fathoms. Yeah, you're comparing to the to the James Bond version, right? Yeah, that's but what the, I mean. regular no, the regular Seamaster is exactly. hard to beat in terms of. It's like hard the, to beat bang diver, for yeah. buck. Absolutely, <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. You can get an Aqua Scaff at that price. Yeah, but it's be- yeah, but anyway, it's yeah, they're not the same ball game. Yeah, no. So, so that was my first pick as a design choice, a yeah. detail I would change on a watch. And that's for fair. me, I choose it really because there's so many other brands that can do it better and without more cost or 
changing the spec that much. That new Brailing Super Ocean, now they changed it to the 12639 uh, the there, that uh, the new, instead of having the numbers all large, it's nice. To it's one. very nice. I was actually looking at it the other day. We went to try, uh, we were at, uh, at the AD and I tried it on. The rubber bracelet's fucking Sir, put crazy. Put your pants on. It goes on your wrist. Very nice. <laughs> the orange one was really nice. The white one's really... I like the white one with the blue accents. Very nice. It's super nice. I, I agree with you. Wait, it's a bit like, big though. It's 46, 44, like, right? It's not... There's yeah, no, you I like think the blue watch? Yeah, exactly. They do have a 42 version. You though. know what's crazy? <laughs> what of the is? Omega Seamaster, the blue wave dial I like, but I actually like the white one. The white with the black bezel, the white polar one. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, for sure. The second color you have perfected blue is white. No. That's not true. It's gray. <laughs> yeah, that's Dima's color. You gotta pick it. Yes, all the. But look, uh, a Super Ocean Automatic, forty-two millimeter, right? Same size as the as the Omega Seamaster three hundred. Same color. I chose like the blue one with the bracelet, forty-two uh, hundred yeah. US. So it's you the same price as. You can get that for three thousand US on Joma Shop today. So it's a really nice. It's watch. a really really good ceramic, watch. five hundred meters of water resistance, even better. And it's a little bit different than the goddamn uh, the, um, sub. But I don't like the Seamaster. Yeah. So uh, given uh, your next uh, pick. All right. I am going to choose, because I don't make sure that we have the same ones. I'm going with a lot of the icons here. Uh, okay. So my next pick is the Omega Speedmaster. Uh-oh. Two dots under the 12. Okay. Can't do it. Get rid of that. Uh, oh, the, the testicles. The testicles. The, the, the really? Castrate no, no, the Speedmaster. No more testes. <laughs> Castrate the Speedmaster. Otherwise... Makes it the uh, Unique Master. Perfect. I love the white matte hands i think it's great love the acrylic crystal love the tachymeter love the dot over 70 love all the little details it's dot over 90 by the way dot over 90 yeah but what's over 70 there's a do- nothing there's something over 70 well no it's, it's next o- no, to it's there's dot sides so my mine is the previous gen yeah it had the dot over 90 it's not over 90 it's too, it's a bit to the, the right angle yeah. and the purists were complaining yeah. uh that like the original speedmaster yeah. has the dot a bit over, over. the zero on yeah. the 90 so it's yeah. just such a ridiculous thing you have to really know this. Unacceptable. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. But Speedmasters of a Cold, Cold Way. I don't like the testicles there. I know it's for the timing of that you're going with the, the chronograph. Yeah, because it's the center, right? Yeah, but I'm just like, I could do without the balls. <laughs> I don't remember. It's funny that it bothers Anthony, you. Also I, ruined, I ruined it. Uh, the, I, I, we were texting once and I was like, yeah, the balls. Are the, he goes, oh, God, you ruined the Omega Speedmaster. Why? <laughs> Debo's like, yes, please. <laughs> More. <laughs> Give me some of those balls. <laughs> Let me go those balls yeah. jesus <laughs> wow <laughs> beep 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 <laughs> beep beep should have said that fuck beep <laughs> stop saying that <laughs> stop saying beep uh, so yeah that's um that was my second i tell you it's they're all like one-liners all right like, cool. okay yeah. so i'll go it's funny that you said the feed master because my second category is what is your <laughs> face <laughs> oh my god damn exactly it's Whoa. your life it's your life <laughs> my so, second category is water resistance being too little or too and much uh, and <laughs> my first line, my first line in my notes is improve seals and make it 10 bar for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Every fucking watch, yeah. be it a dress watch, it doesn't have to be a three bar. Like, look, uh, Omega just did a collaboration with uh, uh, Swatch. a Swatch. They're releasing the Moon Swatch. They're making it three bar. It's pathetic. It's plastic, dude. Put rubber on it. Like, it does. It can't be water resistant a little bit. Dude, it's so non-water resistant that you have to take it off and put it in a Ziploc if you're walking through a humid room. Yeah. Because it's gonna fucking drown in the humidity. <laughs> like uh, most dress watches so are also guilty weak. of this. There is no excuse. No, there's no excuse. Most dress watches are guilty of this. They only put five bar in every dress watch. It's splash proof, right? Yeah. Besides Grand Seiko. Like, what if you just go to a pool at work, 
not at work, but like you go on a work trip and then you go to a pool and then you forget to take it off. You'll ruin your watch. Yeah. Right? You might just... You're right. So like nowadays, it's 100 meters is the minimum to be able to be a sports watch. And nowadays, like you were talking about it the other day, uh, well, a few episodes before, right? That like nowadays you need to you don't need to change the design or put a screw down crown. Just improve seals, man. Yeah. It's not expensive. It's not going to change anything to the no, design of exactly the watch. No, it's exactly that. It's proof just, seals. Just I, better I, rubber. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to cost them like $12. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. It's nothing. And no watch would suffer from the better yeah. sealing and, and yeah. it will just increase value. I, I, I have no reason to understand why like Omega, who increased their prices, Speedmasters, yeah, by so much. You're talking to the same crowd. Ooh, the dot was not over to zero. That's true. They're <laughs> so, like, the original one was five bar. How dare you put more bar? Well, they, <laughs> they, they kind of, but they did. I mean, they fucking came out and said, oh, you have a Hesselite? No, 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 that doesn't do it. I want to expose case back and I want Sapphire so I can bang my watch around. They did. But no, we're not giving you 50 meters more. <laughs> what are you, stupid? Speaking of the, uh, <laughs> the uh, Sapphire, right? Like, that's why the, the Seamaster is so good because it has a ceramic bezel also. Like the thing is great. Yeah. It's yeah, a fantastic watch. The mechanism is amazing too. It's one of the but best. So does the Breitling. Yeah. Well, uh, Breitling doesn't have as good of a mechanism as the Seamaster. No, but it's also half the price. Yeah, it's true. But can I, can I go next because it's in feeding with him? I had an yeah. icon that I think I would change. If you look, the beautiful Gerald Genta designed Royal Oak, a culmination of what a steel sports elegant, steel sports watch looks like. Water resistance. Case back. You got fucking... Eight screws on the back, fifty meters of water resistance on what should be a, sports a luxury watch. sports watch. Yeah. That to me is unacceptable. <laughs> Grand Seiko has a hundred meters on their paper thin <laughs> fucking dress watch with the cr- I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. To uh, me. The Bulgari Octofinissimo is how many water meters? It's a hundred. Is it really? It's a hundred. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's nonsense, right? That that they don't do it. It's nonsense. Yeah. It costs them nothing. It's it's just such an easy thing. I don't know why they do it. They don't do it. <clears> and Speedmaster would benefit. Yeah. seriously from just this slightly increased water resistance just put it 100 meters yeah but you don't know maybe they have a huge business case for like people who go into humid rooms and have to repair their because remember 100, 100 meters 100 meters you can do everything in, in like a regular lifestyle you can go swimming and showering right which is what we typically do you go to the ocean you go That's swimming where I shower in the, in the pool but the moment you start diving you're putting pressure it's a whole other game but sure but, but if you go swimming you like 100 meters is all you need. Some people wear the dress watches everywhere and you know like everybody's coming back to work slowly, right? Uh, you'll start wearing it. Like, listen, you go, you, you start traveling for work, you go on a business trip and there's a I'm pool sorry, in the, the hotel. The what are you going to do? Take your watch and put it somewhere? Maybe you'll wear it but like you can't go in the water sorry, with the it. Octo finissimo is 30. Okay. The octo is a... Uh, is eight. No. My, my bulk oh is my 100. God. Oh my god! I know it's such a bad joke. <laughs> no, he looks really proud hurt. of himself. It hurts. Of course, I'm proud. Like, it hurts. It's like but when my son took his first step. He's like, "Look at me." He's like, "This, yes, this look joke at me. is for me. It's to see how much pain you experience from my <laughs> joke." <laughs> but the, I, I don't make jokes for work. <laughs> <laughs> Stab you, my key. <laughs> you need to really push, like, with a lot of force to stab someone with a key. What do you? No? Stop. Is that what you like? Is that? Yeah, but you my can stab someone really without pier- piercing, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> because for stabbing, what do you need? For protection. Uh, okay, the Bulgari Okta is all right. 50. Man. So okay. is it... Uh, Your turn, Carl. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, you were talking about Grand Seiko. I'm going to talk about Grand Seiko. <laughs> the spring uh, drive. Uh, no, uh, spring, spring drive is good. It's a spring drive watch, but that's not the problem. It's their uh, SBGC lineup. So, uh, you know that um, chrono with those pushers <laughs> and we're back yeah uh, Tennessee whiskey break normally it's beer but from the maker of Jack Daniels Ugh. 
What is Jack Daniels? I call him John Daniels. But I've known him this long as John to be. Yeah. <laughs> is Jack John? <laughs> what? Anyway, I was telling that Grand Seiko, the lineup of the SBGC. So it's a bunch of numbers. There's a 247, 242, 244, 240. But they all, one thing, they all have one thing in common. A super nice technology for a two-step pusher that's the size of the watch on the side of the watch. Those pusher are really disgusting. Those things that... Oh my God, I hate them so much. <laughs> you know what I hate more? The fact that they're gold. Yeah, but any... Yeah, there's, uh, not all of them are gold. Some of them are stainless, right? Sure. <laughs> but yeah. like you look, looking at the limited edition, it's like $25,000. <laughs> right. But you can buy those watches for like 10. <clears throat> they're standard editions, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Nonsense, so yeah. Those pushers are unique, right? There's two, two stages, like, like I was saying. Um, they have a ready stage. So you like preset your pusher. So as soon as you push for the second stage, it's going. So it's to perfectly push and time at the same time. So you don't have like a miss second of action, you uh, you act- actioning the pusher. You hold it and when you see something going by, you go and it's already ready to go. So that's a nice tech, right, to have, but the, those pushers are huge. <laughs> and for me, they really debalance the watch. Uh, we tried one at their AD here and yeah. uh, it wasn't good. I it's love too much. I, I love this. I love the fact that it's a chrono. It's a spring drive. Uh, there's like eight ends on that watch. How much is it? Uh, ten thousand. The base. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> it's ten to twenty-five, depending on uh, the op- the options. Yeah. I have other issues with that uh, chronograph from yeah. uh, Grand Seiko. I like, uh, but it's not. It's 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 the fact that they're all chiseled. I I, I can't get over the fact that they're all. Like, like for me, it'll like, look as a samurai edges. sword, right? Yeah, right, all the all, all the angles. Yeah. That's that's the idea when I see one. Imagine it's as sharp, but <laughs> you put it wrong. <laughs> like oh my god, I'm all cut, <laughs> bleeding everywhere. Uh, so yeah, that like overall bad pushers for me really ruin a chronograph. But those ones are the worst. That was the whole idea with that watch. Okay, yeah. uh, but beside that, if I just like hide the pushers, it's a really nice chronograph from Grand Seiko. <laughs> <laughs> like, I agree. All the tech, all all the Grand Seiko design, everything right. is there, and like the double stage pushers is a nice tech. Yeah, I don't use pushers enough to like justify having the shotgun shells on the side of the watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean either. I, I mean these are, these don't get pressed often. I think I press them more than you. You probably. <laughs> you tend to use a diving bezel more than the chronograph. Yeah, yeah, it makes time sense shit. to time your eggs. Uh, when oh, that goddamn Eggmaster! That whole company should be bankrupt by now. <laughs> uh, you just want to like ruin, you just want to ruin families. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Matt, for I want to make sure they lose all of their benefits. They're, okay. they're also. Uh, I had another brand that I shared. There was like, oh, yeah, they're affiliated with Matt, and you were like, Ugh. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, that was my second uh, detail that uh, kind of sucked. I will go next. I had Play Media. Glass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> so it's had. had. That's right. Had or have. <laughs> Or we'll have. <laughs> I've given you. Um, Glassut Original. Oh. The German don't do anything wrong. This is a design that Nine. that they do on their watch that I don't like. And I know why they do it, but I still, I wish they went away from it. Um, they they write Glassut Original, which is their logo. And their name. On all their watches, their name. <laughs> and their logo. But then they also write Glassut on every dial as well because of where the watch is fabricated. And that is a nuisance to me, a repetitiveness that I think they need to get rid of. <laughs> make the logo... Wait. Switzerland, Swiss made. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't think they should put where it's, it's glass two to reach now. I get it. But it's like the Seiko Grand Seiko, right? Uh, no, that, no, that's too much. And yeah. then they went away from that, right? Now they're like Grand Seiko, GS Grand Seiko, right? The GS is the logo. They need to do the same with glass two to reach now. Change the logo to like a G-O um, and then write glass shoot, S-A, which is what they write, you know? Uh, but what about the Bulgari watch that you have? This is Bulgari, 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 Bulgari. Yeah, yeah. Bulgari, Bulgari? And in case you forgot, Bulgari. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait. The, the Casio, the Casio Bulgari. No, no, what I'm saying is that watch, the watch that I Casio have, <laughs> I said it, that is something that's that's kind of vulgar about that watch that it says Bulgari so many times in it's the It's Bulgari. Yeah. <laughs> He's like proud of himself. Oh wow, that was a good one. Dude, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. while, uh, while and we're done. But while Glassuit puts it on every single one of their watches, <laughs> the fact that this is Glassuit original and then Glassuit essay. It's yeah, that was quite well done. You said proud of yourself. Someone yes. is at least. <sighs> okay, all right. We have to keep it together, guys. There's three more at least. I'm fine. I'm trying to explain it. You guys won't stop. <laughs> But okay, go ahead. <clears throat> so my next, uh, my next topic is bracelets, specifically the tapering. Uh, some well, watches when it's non-existent. Well, some watches are made to be uh, looked looking super tooly. I'm talking about Doxas. I'm talking about uh, the Damascos, the Zin watches, for example. Right? They the bracelets don't taper. It kind of makes sense because of the overall style of the watch. Like for example, uh, Kevin's new Hamilton chronograph could look good with a non-tapered bracelet that uh, kind of goes yeah. around the same thickness, right? And he's and in. <laughs> however, there are watches that I find that are made to be or could be a lot more dressy or elegant, but the bracelet doesn't fit. The Zin 556, for example, comes if you get it on the bracelet, that bracelet doesn't taper. That watch could go so nicely with a bracelet that tapers a little bit. Mm. So it's thinner at the clasp than it is at the, at the, yeah. at the lugs, right? Uh, another watch I think is again the Seamaster 300M. The original bracelet does not taper <laughs> at all. Shitting on watch so much today. <laughs> and this is the watch that I want to buy actually. Go do it. Uh, so, so the we can shit more on it. Seamaster 300M bracelet doesn't taper at all. I think that it takes away a little bit of the elegant from the elegance of the watch because this watch was in the in the uh, in Casino Royale, right? And it was Pierce Brosnan. Sorry, not Casino Royale. It was in the Golden Eye, uh, yep. uh, Pierce Brosnan's uh, first James Bond, right? Like he's showing. To wear this watch with a suit, right? It it should be more dressy, like it's more elegant. Because if you buy it on a leather strap, that leather strap tapers, but and, the the the, and, the, and the sub doesn't. does taper a lot, right? Yes, all of the all of the Rolex sports yeah. watches they taper quite a bit actually. So is it a design choice so they don't look too much like this? Stuff? But but it's like but it's like yeah. it's you know what I mean? Like it could it could taper a little bit, so it can be dressed up and dressed down at the same time. Mm. Um, to me, like it will make a watch more versatile than it is. Like a Doxa, for example, works because Doxa is made in like an indestructible brick. So yes, it makes sense to not taper that bracelet. Yeah, it's an ingot of a watch. <laughs> so uh, that's my second one. Yeah, that's third one actually. Yeah, third. So uh, me is gonna be my my third and last. Okay. Um, I, I know that you don't like the logo of that watch, but <coughs> Rado. Yeah. It's also on my list, Captain Cook. <laughs> but but for me, I, I don't care too much about the logo. It's just mainly what the logo is able to do on that dial. It's spinning, right? It it's moves. anchor. It's the anchor. Yeah, it's the anchor. Yeah, it's spinning like like a a, a weight from like a rotor. It's not a boomerang, no, but like it, it's moving like a spinner, like pin my ride, like in the two thousand, right? It's 
Why? <laughs> it's there an any- anchor. Okay, but why is it moving? <laughs> it's it's a gimmick of theirs, dude. It's stupid. Just like this helium escape valve on the 300. You're angry about it. Yes, the whole episode is about it being angry about something. <laughs> <laughs> so emotional. Okay, keep going. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't. For, for me, it just doesn't make it. I don't understand. It. The logo should always be at the same place. It's the most for most watches. It's the whole branding, their logo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so every time you look at the watch, I was at the AD, and the first thing I said, I'm looking at them, and none of them were at the same place. I was like, "Wow, the quality controls suck." <laughs> and they came and went. No, it's they're moving those things. And I was like, "Ugh." Is it moving? Timed with the 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 seconds. It's free free. Oh, it's just free oh. movement. It's, free movement. Oh, it's like a spinner on a on a yeah, yeah. on that's a that's car. Pick my yeah. ride. Two thousands spinners. Not quite, but yeah, <laughs> same same. <laughs> okay, so interesting. so I didn't know this. You go like a second with our watch, and the logo goes. Woo. Interesting. I didn't know this at all. Yeah, so I don't think it moves like the Mad Watch. Like it's like yeah. This is a big stuff. This is spin like that, but but uh, it's moving right. But interesting. It is moving, yeah. So for me, it's not static. Don't just don't. Yeah, don't have your logo on the dial move. Yeah, I, li- I like it though. I actually think that's nice. I think it gives it anything because I think Rado is boring without that. <laughs> is boring without that logo spinning? That Captain Cook is pretty nice. Yeah, I like Captain Cook. They're getting much better. But look up the Rado die star. Captain like, Cook. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I close yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Captain Cook. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are other stuff you go. Wow, I don't like the name Captain Cook, but yeah, but, but yeah, there's a lot of history, history behind it yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Peter Pan and stuff, right? Captain <laughs> <laughs> Crutch use cereal, right? Captain <laughs> Crutch. <laughs> that's cereal. That's not Peter Pan. Oh, God. Yeah, whatever. Captain Hook, but yeah. Oh, Captain know. Hook. Yeah. Wasn't Peter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Peter Pan was in Neverland, right? With the. Um, what was it? Was, was, was it a giant the, rabbit, right? No. <laughs> alligator. <laughs> alligator. Yeah. Yeah. What was the. What was the that's uh, Alice in Wonderland, the rabbits are fun. Yeah. Uh, what was the, uh, the, the mansion of Michael Jackson? Neverland? Yeah, yeah, that's where we all those kids. <laughs> Beep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. So uh, that was my last choice. You uh, still my kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it is a pimp by right of, yeah. of sorts. Yeah. Uh, Goddamn. Except Look at me, I'm kid. Peter Pan. So much work. So I'm much a work. little boy forever. <laughs> uh, and Kevin, your turn. And canceled. Yeah, I am going with another iconic watch and something I would change about it. I've never been a fan of the IWC Portugueser, the white dial, the color schematic of the indices. So they have this weird like two-tone kind of weird thing where the dial is white and then the indices are either gold with blue or the indices are kind of just blue on this white dial. And I never liked that. I've always liked their blue dial with the white indices. I think it fits just fine. But when they get into this weird like off coloration of the the indices i always find it kind of cheap like secondary colors cheapen the watch i don't understand like this always kind of cheapen the watch for me to put the blue indices on the white dial that way i don't know why but iwc make watch. other watches in the spitfire and the big pilot <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um so the portuguese are, is is just a wonderful dress watch but when they try to do this like two-tone kind of between the indices when the indices are blue or gold on the white dial not a fan do love their gold case with the anthracite dial and the gold indices or the blue dial <laughs> i also the, like money <laughs> yeah but it's um just a really wonderful watch all around but they kind of missed the mark with those things and it's something that's deterred me away from it when i was uh shopping for uh dress chronographs i just don't think it's something that fits well with the blue indices it kind of changes yeah. it for me i don't know why interesting i really wish they had gone with something a little bit more monochromatic 
But anyway, that was my pick on the IWC Portuguese. Um, Chronograph. My next uh, topic is the thickness, and I wrote it with two Cs. Thick. Thick. Yeah. The first watch I'm going to be shitting on is the recent release from Tudor. is the BB Pro. <laughs> yeah. The first watch I'm shitting is the BB Pro that was just released. Uh, I have my, my notes here. I have it's a wrist watch, not a wrist box. Yeah. Uh, their official website, and I've looked it up, doesn't show pictures from the side. It's as if they're hiding something. It's always like straight up looking at the dial. It's like a Tinder profile picture is only well, the face. Look, it's a it's a 39 millimeter diameter of a case with a 14.6 thickness. It's a lot. It, it gets 15, to the point. 15. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It, it, it's a lot. So it's a little more like, a little more you can fit complications on the side like an MBNF. But, you know, my dad has a Tudor Black Bay 41 yeah. and it's thick. It's like a slab, right? The, like the Tudor Black yes, Bay. Yes, yes. And that one's a little bit less than yes. 14. And it's 41. This yeah. one is shorter at 39 and yeah. shorter lug to lug and it's thicker. Yeah. So it makes it even more pronounced. This is 14 some. But, but this is 44, 44. It makes sense. 51 millimeter so lug to lug. So imagine BB Pro is the same make thickness. Make it even more of a puck. That's 39. That's Kevin's talking about his Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's funny you mentioned the the yeah, the Tudors because my next line was the, this is actually an issue with many Tudor watches. Specifically, they're BB Chronos that are slowly getting smaller. Yeah. But also the the GMTs and the and the regular black bays that are not fifty eights, the thick the slabs right, uh, and since I'm sitting on thick watches, the new Bremont the WR twenty two the Williams Racing one, beautiful watch, but for fifty five hundred pounds, making a watch that's fifteen point eight millimeters thick is to me ridiculous. That's, that's a big, yeah. sixteen. Watch, yeah. It's 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 too much. I I, I get it, and I I'm I always want to see how it wears, but yeah, yeah, yeah. for but sure, it's a big you know, watch. <laughs> But it's a 43 millimeter case. But Kevin, yours is what 14.8. This is a full yeah. millimeter thicker. It's it's a lot. It it's super noticeable. And I'm writing here that That's like it's expensive. It's just more metal. Yeah. <laughs> when you take, for example, you got to see how it wears, right? But you're right. Like it's 16 millimeters. You're two millimeters away from the 18. ultra deep, which is that omega. 16,000 meters. And it's made meter. like concave on yeah. purpose, right? To it's like a, withstand a crazy pressure. Submarine, yeah. yeah. And, and I write here. I'm like. God damn, at 15.8, you can roll it like a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's my that's my me shitting on thickness. Uh, yeah. Back to you, Lacoste. Um, the last one I had was the Breitling Navi timer. Get rid of that date, please. <laughs> Why? Because it was like, an afterthought. They gave it oh, all really? this I function. Missed, I, I didn't look at that one. I, sh- I could yeah. have probably added they, it also they, to my... Uh, they again just put a little date at the four, kind of, at a, and it's white on a black dial, probably for it to stand out. People need the date. But to me, it's just an afterthought. Is it too much on a really busy dial? No, but it just seems out of place. Like the watch, believe it or not, as busy as it is, does seem symmetrical, does have some continuity, but... They could even make it blend with the background. They have to put it with a black. Um, they have on to put the, on the white dial is not too bad though, because it's on the white, white. dial is not bad. It kind of mixes in. Oh, that's the new one, yeah. But the the other ones they put the date at the four. It yeah, cuts okay. it right out. Yeah, on the yeah. Dial. This one at, is this one subtle. You don't see it because it's hidden in one of the sub dials, yeah. right? Which is actually quite a yeah. good improvement. I actually like that. Yeah, I didn't even see it at first. That which is good. That's yeah. kind of what you want. Yeah, exactly. But I, I don't. I don't like no what day. they did for the older ones. So even when I'm shopping for vintage or not vintage, but the old references of the Navi timer, the classic ones. Yeah. And they shove on, and you want the black dial. El Primero is guilty of the same oh, thing. It's exactly. the same thing. It's just, just why, why? And you want that black dial uh, uh, Breitling, which is the one to get, and then they shove that white 
date on that black dial on the floor, you go, and it's just cut out. It's not yeah. even well done. Yeah. It's not even mm-hmm. framed or ste- stepped. It's it's terrible. It's, it, it's just there. <laughs> just there. So that was my final pick. Make right. You guys are done? I uh, have two. Well, uh, I have a closing statement. But okay, so I'll, I'll go no, quickly for two more. Closing statement. This is a court. What yes. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> my next uh, thing that I wanted, my feature that I wanted to talk about is the movements in general. But it's not necessarily the types of movements. It's the size, location, and so on. So first one, um, Cartier Santos Dumont, right? Beautiful watch. But the only type that they have is an Excel version model that has a mechanical movement. Everything else has a quartz. I get it. Uh, it's more affordable for like a luxury-looking piece. But like for uh, for people who are watch enthusiasts, they enjoy Cartier. Put a uh, offer a, a non-quartz movement in a watch that's not an Excel version. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that could be like that would be an instant sale for me for like a smaller Santos Dumont I agree so that's just that specific movement and watching you know some some uh, but even the Santos is big yeah it's big not man. even the Santos it's Dumont a, it's, a, it's a 42 yeah, it's small, like, small locks but it's a 42 it's like 40 isn't it I thought it was 42 the XL oh the, the XL the, I thought it was 40 39 well, let's, uh, I don't remember yeah. maybe let's look it up my Monaco was like 39 by like 30 <laughs> similarly like for me like a quartz chronograph is a complete no-no unless you're using a VHP Right, like a Grand Seiko or like a Longines or something. Use a Seiko Mecha Quartz instead. Yeah, that's cooler, right? Yeah. The, but a regular like chronographs with quartz movements, they don't put them anywhere unless it's like a, uh, uh, like a what's it called, uh, uh, design designer company watch, right? Not not like a watchmaker's watch. Yeah, like fast fashion. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of movements, the other thing I think to say is that it's, a, it's actually it's a it's a huge pet peeve of mine is. Uh, one of the most common movements is the ETA 2824 and the Solida SW200. They're relatively small movements, but they use them in a lot of different watches. They do like an Alabore versions of them and so on, right? And recently, like I was reviewing uh, Mule, Glasute, who have a Promare, which is like a crazy diver with like 600 meter water resistance. They put, uh, a f- it's a 44 millimeter watch, which they put a 2824 movement in and put an exhibition case back. So this looks, it's as if putting yeah. a 20 inch tire on a 13 inch mag, right? It yeah. looks ridiculous to me. It looks like sixty percent of the space in the back is taken by just a piece of slab of metal with yeah. a small window that so shows. So is the, the issue the, the movement, movement or just close the case back? Close the case back. Well, the, the issue is the size of the movement it, for the size of the case. It doesn't. Yeah, it's it doesn't. To me, it's not balanced. Uh, it doesn't fit. Uh, it doesn't fit the size of the watch. Like it's. Uh, it's. I think it's a design flaw. Like, it costs more money to put an exhibition case back, but I think it takes away from me from the watch when it's so small. Yeah. So that's a, uh, and you know, like some Hamiltons and Santisos are guilty because they're using the same similar movements, right? They use ETA a lot. And some of the bigger ones put exhibition case backs and and it's it's a similar experience. And last thing, and I'm switching off from uh, movements, it's the logos. Uh, like you mentioned, Rado, just don't, don't, don't like the logo. They don't like that, that huge red circle where the anchor is. Uh, they have vintage models that don't have the red circle. It's just an anchor. It looks cool. Right, I yeah. wish they at least they offer an alternative, make like an original line. Don't like the logo, just don't like it. Yeah. Christopher Ward, man, this, these guys are still sh- looking for a logo. It's been twenty five years. They I have like the, st- uh, the new one. I'm not bad <laughs> with, and but they need to get away from the problems that they linked themselves to Christopher Ward, and he's not even part of the company anymore. Because remember how already oh, oh, he just sold his shares. Maybe that's man, why they're, they're bang for it. buck. God damn! Oh, they're great watches. They're like fifteen hundred bucks Canadian, but cost certified with fucking carbon fiber. You go what? But <laughs> remember, they had Christopher oh, Ward uh, on top, 
then put it on the side, then change it to like they pixelated. Roll, yeah, I'm the like, CW, just, just, CW is nice. I think that's a good. And uh, the, the worst one is Movado to me. <laughs> the old, the new ones, yeah, the old one is nice. Like Movado is a is just a dot, dot and yeah. nothing else. And the sixties, they were super nice. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, the Movado then was the best. So that's it. That's uh, that's my rant. Oh, I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, the last thing was for um, Vacheron, Corn de Vache. Yeah. Can you have it cheaper? <laughs> you can. There are others that... Uh, like details. Pretty uh, please. Yeah. Like, come on. Just a Make small, small detail. Like, 50% of for me. Like, you know, swatch called the dash. Right? Oh, my God. You, you make a... What's it called? The uh, ceram, ceramic... Pla- what is it? What, what's Bio-ceramic? The Bio-ceramic. Yeah, that's plastic. Yeah. <laughs> just plastic. plastic fuck. With some ceramic sprinkle. That's a nice on. way to say plastic, bro. Plastic, bro, yeah. With some uh, shaving of ceramic in it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's a detail I would change from the, va- the Candavash. Just, just the price? Just the price. Yeah, just the price. Everything else is perfect, but like $45,000 for a steel Patek, watch. if you're listening, Nautilus, Aconaut. Make just, more. Just <laughs> make more, sell them for less. <laughs> oh my God. I would, if tomorrow they could. <laughs> sell my kid. <laughs> no, but they're like, you could, you could sell your collection and get a Patek Philippe Nautilus like at retail. Like I would sell everything that was marked up and I would just buy it. Be like, I'm done. I'm good. I have what I want. Or for, for like two, three months. And after that, I go, it's itching. <laughs> I'd, buy a bunch of, I'd buy a bunch of cheap watches to hold me over. But like, and, and you know, it wouldn't even be a Patek. I wouldn't even want that. Like if I could get a Sapec Antarctique oh, cool. Rattrapante, like, <clears throat> fuck yeah. What's the Felix? Uh, oh, the Felix Faudroyant. That's a, they just don't make it anymore. But I think that mm. watch is like 10K. I could get that watch. It's not the end of the world. Um you know, but but you can't count. <laughs> but here's the problem. No, that's the only problem with those watches is that when Habring goes and he he makes all these crazy changes, you have to wonder. You go, what happens when you got to service this? This is the only guy that can do it. His complications are that different. Like, what? Like they need a piece that changes. You're like you're in trouble. Like I was just looking at the new well, new. Bu- you send it back to factory every time, right? Like I'm really a fan. Like there's this new brand, like a revived brand, and which I'm kind of fed up that they do as well. Like these guys go and they buy old brands that bankrupt at the court's crisis. Okay, and we're, we're the couple. next one. We're gonna purchase a name and. Well, the guy did it. Like his name is Guillaume, whatever from, and he, and he he bought Nevada Gretchen, and he just bought as well Excelsior Park, which Excelsior Park was one of the biggest chronograph suppliers in the 50s like if you know anything about watches and and movements you'll know about uh, Excelsior Excelsior. Park and if you look up Excelsior Park chronographs now they make a good but they're they're putting in these nice old manual movements but that Nevada Gretchen wait there's a $5,000 watch that Dimitri shared that they call the Paul Newman Mm -hmm. right that chrono master or whatever it has nothing to do with anything but that Valjoux 23 movement that's intricate, and that's something that could be worked on for the next hundred years because you can find pieces to fix it. But this Habring, the stuff he puts in there, you go, I don't know if you can get that fixed. Or even then, MBNF. For all you really rich people, you have an MBNF, right? But it was sent back to factory. But yeah, but is like, that guy, who's gonna work on your Pagani? And and <laughs> Pagani and Maxim, factory <laughs> and Maxim Maxim Bussier, yeah. Maxim, he may not be around forever. He won't be. Will thing will they say? Okay, we're done. Like the factory could say we're done, right? And then, then you're really fucked. Then you're going to need some genius to open a factory who can replicate yeah. pieces and Re- service your watch. engineer stuff. Exactly. But, but are, are they going to, do you think like brands like this at one point are just going to go, we're done? Are just going to go and live of, on the name? Oh, but a lot of them did. Yeah. 
A lot of them did. Like, if you can't quartz keep people... Quartz prices doesn't count. <laughs> no, quartz prices doesn't. But no, but a lot of them did. Like, there's a lot of brands that... Not the main brands okay, that didn't make it, dude. Yeah, okay. Or, okay, or the there's, a, there's a big difference between I think we're done versus we're bankrupt. <laughs> like, no, they didn't make it as like the business they didn't live the on. Of, or, no, but there's no difference because at the end of the day, yeah. because you've watched a service, it doesn't matter whether they've been bankrupt or shut the doors. You can't get a service is my point. Okay, well, but do you think MBNF is going to shut the doors? What? MBNF, like... I, go bankrupt or how, no. how about I say it like this there's much more of a chance that MBNF you'll have trouble getting service for the watch than a Blancpain that's under the Swatch group yeah or no, or right. yeah or a Breguet like and I'm getting higher horology or an Audemars Piguet like these are watches that are established with that are with multiple billions of dollars behind them Yeah, and their yeah. their complications can be worked on. Anyway, that, I think that's important to consider when you're going to get into this crazy horology, right? Yeah, but we don't have a hundred thousand dollars for an MBNF, so it's good. No, but a Hebring watch is ten, fifteen grand, and you can get into it. And if you make some custom piece component for your watch, that's a deadbeat secondhand. Like, you hope you can get it serviced, but if not, you're sending that back to Austria, and there are two people in that fucking company, him and his wife, <clears throat> and that's vervepas. Like, w w whether you like it or not. That's also a risk. That's something to consider. Mm. Anyway. But then, yeah. but then <laughs> uh, let's, let's say so they fast. stop making watches, they shut down. Man, they're going to go up in price probably. <laughs> yeah. So then Someone, yeah, no. it's a win-win for a you win -win. regardless, even if it breaks. Wow. A perpetual for MBNF is $262,000. Yeah. <laughs> Look wow. up Habring though. You could see Habring has a fucking split second chronograph, I think, for like 10 grand. The Doppel yeah. Felix. I'm looking at MBNF right now. Okay. Those shit are expensive. Yeah. $300,000 for some. Yeah. God Eddie. damn. MBNF. I want one. <laughs> machines. Beautiful machines. Yeah, that's what they call them. So that was a great episode. Thank you for tuning in to listen to our gripes and everything that we hate with their different watches and we wish that they had changed. And I, I it wasn't too insightful. We're just like, I hate that. Wish they changed it. Yeah, you, know what? you know what? We explained why we don't like it. So it was insightful for some people, I'm sure. Right. right. But, well, thank uh, you for that, Carl. I hope you're right <laughs> for the for the for the few times. Thank you. That's uh, very insightful. But, what but you I just would said. I would like people to reach out and you tell us. Um, shit. <laughs> Goddamn. I would like to people to reach out and tell us some details I don't like about watches. So even if they own one, right? Oh, I own this watch, that uh, Moon's watch, and I don't like it. Looks like a Speedmaster. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably a downside of owning oh, a Moon's sure, watch because it looks sure. like a Speedmaster. For sure, you go. Oh. That's, I'm sure that's why people went out to buy it. It's like, oh my God. It it, 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 like it's a new swatch, but they yeah. go, oh, it's with Omega. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they didn't wait in line. That's why they left. They, they waited for two hours and they found out it's with Omega and then they left. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. At least that's why I didn't buy it. So yeah. uh, see you next week. Yeah, we'll cheers. See you next week. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.